Hey, this is dating coach Joshua Segafis. On this podcast, we talk about how men and women can level up their powers of attraction and desirability to take their dating life to a whole new level. Stay tuned. Keep listening. I'm about to show you how it's done. This record button. There we go. All right. We are live. Welcome back to the next episode of the Joshua Segafis YouTube and podcast. I have with me a guest named Paul Takazalu. That's a good, that's, that was very close. Okay, very close. <laughs> Why don't you say it for me? It's Tokizolu. Tokizolu. Okay, awesome. <laughs> it's a awesome. difficult one, man. <laughs> so, so Paul is a life coach, transformative experience coach. We've been talking about this a little bit. The reason that I'm having Paul on today is because we met on Facebook. Um, he does a lot of talking about well, he does a lot of talking about a lot of different things, but in, in particular today, we're talking a little bit about some spiritual things. As you guys know, I talk a lot about mind, spirit, and body. We have to be leveling up as high value men and women, mind, spirit, and body. And so um, I met Paul on Facebook. We actually live not too far away from each other, and we just kind of connected through happenstance. And uh, he beat me to the punch, messaged me the other day, and was like, hey, man, we need to connect. And I was like, we may as well do it on a podcast so we can capture it because I had a feeling it was going to be awesome. So here we go. This is, you are, you are witnessing pretty much my, my first conversation with Paul, and we're just going to dive right in here talking about attraction, relationships, humans, and anything else that comes up. Well, thanks for having me, Josh. It's an honor to be here, and I really love the, the concept of this show, because I think there's a lot of people right now who are kind of trying to figure out this information that you're talking about here. And a lot of times it comes from a place of need. Uh, you know, like they, yeah. they need a partner or they need a better dating relationship or they need a better romantic relationship. And I think that's something like what you're doing here is helping people to kind of ground more in themselves and get at those deeper issues. So thanks for having Absolutely. me, man. It sounds like yeah, you got no, a really great thing going here. It's awesome. So, so Paul, you, you talk about trans, like helping people have transformative experiences. Would you tell us a little bit about that? Like, like, tell me what, like, what, what are you passionate about doing? Like, what's your, what's your thing? So I, a couple of years ago, I, I was in the army. I started, I joined the army in 2014. And uh, a couple, almost immediately, I kind of realized that this isn't really what I wanted to do with my life. Like, this was cool for the time being. And I was grateful for the experience, and I still am. I was living in Germany. I got stationed in Germany, which was awesome. It allowed me to get out and explore and experience other cultures. But the army was just not for me. And the job, the work I was doing was just not fulfilling in any sense of the word. So I started getting into entrepreneurship. And I started opening up. I started podcasting about five years ago. And podcasting led me into starting a whole digital marketing agency in my part-time, basically nights and weekends. And whenever I was taking a shit at work on the phone or, you know, doing stuff. Were, and, you, watching, uh, were you watching some Gary Vee? Oh, yeah. Effect? I was watching hella yeah, Gary Vee. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was watching Ty Lopez. I was watching uh, all those fucking guys, like all those, all those dudes. Um, and those guys are great. And they're, they give a lot of uh, motivation, especially. They get a lot of, uh, you know, get, they're great for if you're new to this stuff, for sure, to kind of get you like, hyped up and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. These days I listen to people who are a little more uh, tactical, people who have a little bit more tactical advice like Miles Beckler, but we'll get into that later. But, uh, but long story short, I was doing that part-time for a couple of years and it wasn't really going where I wanted it to go either. Like it was still just in those early phases and honestly nothing in my life was going well. Like I was having panic attacks every day at work. I could barely function. Like I would, you know, I was I'm barely, barely functioning a lot of times with just kind of getting about my day. Uh, my marriage at the time was falling apart. Uh, we eventually got a divorce and like I was just, everything was collapsing around me. And it was right at the same time that I was reading all of this new information and finding all of these books and resources around this whole idea of like the law of attraction or this idea that you know your mind creates your reality and that it's all about your emotional life. And I was learning all about that stuff and I was learning how 
to love myself for the first time and like what that actually meant. And it was crazy. The more that I started to do that emotional work, the more that I started to dive deep inside of myself and start to learn how to love myself and figure out what does that actually mean from an emotional perspective? It was like the more my life just started to go crazy, like things just falling apart left and right. <laughs> and it was a really kind of freaky time. Mm -hmm. um, and what was happening was all of these things that were no longer serving me in my life were all starting to fall away, whether that was a relationship or whether that was friendships or something I was doing in my business or something that was happening at work, whatever it was, it was, if it was not in my best interest, it was going away because it was a, it was a physical manifestation of the lack of love that I had for myself. And through this experience, things eventually started to get better and got to the point where it was just extremely noticeable got to the point where I had a day, I remember it, like I remember where I was, where I was just sitting in my room and I was surrounded by all these crazy books that were all saying the same message uh, that, you know, I create my reality, that it's all about what's happening within, that your external world is a reflection of your internal world, basically. And it hit me in that moment that I had not bought any of these books. Like I had not gone out looking for any of them. They had all either been given to me or someone had recommended them or something. Like every single one. I hadn't like gone looking for a single one. I was like, these books all found me to help me understand what was going on in my life at the time. Like, and, and the stuff that was happening in my life started before the book showed up. The books like helped me provide context for what was happening in my life. And then I was like, oh shit, this is what's happening. Oh, I get it now. Crazy. Um, and that's when it kind of hit me. I was like, man, this shit is real. There's something real going, there's something deeper going on here. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. that was kind of this moment that people talk about, like, you know, a spiritual awakening is what people say these days. This, this moment that you remember when you kind of wake up, as they say. Um, and yeah, now it's a couple years after that. And I've just gone further and further and further down that path of, of hermetic philosophy and what that actually is and how these different disciplines or traditions are all woven together. And the more that I go down that rabbit hole, the better my life gets. Um, I met a wonderful partner about two years ago that we're still, with, we're still together. And the whole circumstances around us meeting was super magical, um, super super like synchronistic or <laughs> just crazy yeah. um, and uh and yeah i mean it's just been one magical event after another and again the, the more that i change on the inside for the better the the better my life gets so i'm just you know these days i'm kind of helping others to understand what's happening collectively it's almost like a collective evolution that's happening mm -hmm. um and it's definitely not just me who's gone through this experience i've just about everyone I talk to these days seems to have some sort of awareness around this or some sort of understanding around this. And it's just wild. <laughs> so, so I've had, I've developed a little coaching practice now that I'm expanding to kind of help guide people through this time. Um, Cause I found that there's a lot of people who are in my shoes today that I was in, you know, a couple years ago. So I left the army in January and I've been doing my business full time ever since and it's been going well, and I've still been podcasting, and um, yeah, I'm just, just trying to have the best life I possibly can, but it's all, it, what I found is it all emanates from within, you know, it really is what's going on inside of you is what creates the world around you, in a sense. For sure, absolutely. So the, so, you know, your experience sounds like, and like what you said, like, you know, this isn't just a, just a thing that you've gone through. <laughs> it sounds so eerily similar to my own experience uh, of, of like awakening. You know, I, I went through life and I coasted and I, you know, I procrastinated and I, I didn't really have any, you know, I, I didn't have any real ambition. You know, I was just doing, I was just doing my normal things. I was wasting time, wasting my life. And then, um, then everything kind of came crashing down. My marriage ended. I was married for 10 years. Marriage ended. 
um, hit rock bottom, like after that. And then I just had this moment of clarity where I was like, you know, I either need to get my shit together or I'm going to perish, you know, like there's no two ways about, about it. Like I either need to take responsibility for my life or it's gonna, you know, it's gonna win like the, you know, yeah. the bad's gonna win. And so I was like, you know, and so obviously I, I was never much of a, of a giver upper. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, try to get this together. And, and that led me on this path of like, trying to better myself, trying to understand, uh, trying to understand motivation, trying to understand like inspiration and finding my passion. And, and so that's what led me to the alpha mindset, which I, for a long time, I called it the alpha male journey, but I've come to understand that it's not just for men, it's for men and women. And, and so, uh, you know, and as a man, I was like very focused on that for a long time come to a place now where I'm like, you know, this is an experience that men and women are having. This isn't just unique to men, obviously. I mean, I'm a man. So from that perspective, I can, you know, I, for a long time I was in that place, but now I'm like, okay, like this is a much bigger thing. And I think what we have is we have an epidemic of people in our society who are really struggling, to be honest. I think at the root of it, there's a, there's a lack of a sense of purpose and a lack of a sense of like uh, even hope actually because hope and purpose I find have a very like close relationship. So like for me, it was like I had no purpose. So I had no hope for the future. Since I had no hope, I had no drive to find a purpose. You know, it's like a negative thing. What, what do you think about that? Hope a hundred percent, man. And that's what I found for people too. That was my, that was my situation as well was I was so depressed and I was so just just feeling hopeless in life until I found my podcast, until I started doing that um, in my spare time. And then that's what gave me purpose because then my purpose became starting this business so that way I could leave the army and transition into that, um, which I've now done. And it's still a hustle. I'm, you know, still starting a business is definitely not a get rich quick scheme as anyone will tell you, definitely. (laughs) ups and downs but yeah. it's a hell of a lot better than being in the army <laughs> uh, and, especially uh, if you care about it you know if you're doing something you care about making exactly dent, making a dent in the universe doing something you love exactly and this is something that i help uh, i've been talking to a lot of my clients about is like um when you just figure out what that thing is what you're supposed to do here uh, as a soul, as a, as a spiritual, as a spiritual being who's having this human experience that Mm -hmm. there, there is something going on there that is a a whole lot deeper. And I do believe that all of our, all of our souls came here to have a certain type of experience. And that's something that I believe. In other words, that's not something that I could prove to you. Um, uh, and I, I feel like, uh, that is just something that I feel. And I think a lot of people feel that very deeply inside of their soul at a very deep level that you're supposed to do something here, that there's something that you're meant to, you came to this plane of existence for a reason. And what I've found is when you step into that reason and when you step onto that path, that is when everything changes because it's almost like you cannot you cannot meet the other people that are on the the path with you until you get on that path. And then that's when you start to meet the other people who are also on their own path of their life's purpose, because now you're at their level from a vibe, from a vibrational perspective and that sort of stuff, that sort of language around like vibration or all that kind of stuff is getting thrown around a lot, like like crazy these days. Like, Oh, you got to, do you think it's getting thrown around more than it should? Like people not knowing what they're talking about? People have no clue what they're talking about, honestly, yeah, yeah. Um, because they haven't, a lot of people just have not studied where these teachings actually come from. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of folks are just kind of repeating what they're seeing in a Facebook group or on a YouTube channel or something. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not sitting here trying to like, I'm not, I don't, I don't like sit here and, judge people because they use the wrong terminology i just know yeah. it's just that i you could just tell that people would they have a deeper understanding of these things if they really got to the bottom of what it is we're actually talking about here 
for sure. Um, and uh, and we could totally go down that rabbit hole if you want. <laughs> well, you know, understanding understanding begets progress. You know, if you if you don't understand something, then then you have a tendency to spin your wheels. You know, so I yeah. could say I could say, um, you know, I could talk about vibrations and energy and 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 I could like say some things about it, but I don't understand it on the level that you do. So, you know, if I'm like, okay, I'm going to change my life with this, but then right. I never apply any understanding or never employ understanding. Obviously I'm probably going to spin my wheels, probably going to get frustrated. So no, I see what you're saying. Like, especially yeah. when it's something that like you're passionate about, you see, you see it going around and I get that way too with dating. You know, I, I'm on these dating advice forums and I'll tell you what, man, it is the, it is a trip. It is the worst place. Oh, no, <laughs> I bet. On earth, man, because I see people post these questions and I'm like, okay, fair enough. And then I see the advice and I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, oh, gosh, don't listen. Don't listen to that advice. That's the worst, you know, and I don't know if they do or not, but it's like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a wild world out there of people who are looking for answers, struggling to find them. If they could find the right answers, they could get great results, <laughs> but if they, if they don't, oh, that's a rough time. That is very right. rough time. Okay. So as you know, I talk a lot about dating, attraction, leveling up your attraction, becoming a high value man, high value woman in our society today. Obviously we're still operating with some primitive instinctual programming from our caveman and cavewoman ancestors. However, we live in a modern society. Many things are different. We have also changed as a species a little bit, especially, I don't know, you've probably gotten into this a lot, but um, especially when, when agriculture was introduced, changed the, the landscape for humankind. Um, in your coaching and with the people you help, when it comes to that specific thing, their relationships with other people, especially romantic relationships, what is the biggest problem going on? Like, mm -hmm. why is everyone having such a hard time? I know I think it's, it's a little different it's for everyone, because, but, you know. Yeah, it is. Um, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to uh, people are not willing to take responsibility for themselves to oh, a large yeah. degree. And, and I understand why. It's, it's not to say that someone is a bad person if they are not taking responsibility for themselves. Uh, it's, it can be difficult to take responsibility for your life. Um, and a lot of times a person needs to get where you were at or where I was at, where you hit rock bottom in a sense before you do that. And then you kind of draw a line in the sand and you say, never, never again. Yeah. And you, you say, everything's my fault, right? Like you have this moment. I love when Gary Vee says that he says, um, you know, everything is my fault. Like everything. Yeah. I accept responsibility for all of it. That's such a powerful moment to come to. I exactly. Think. And yeah. that's um, kind of similar to this whole idea of a spiritual awakening or whatever you want to call it, that what you're what you're realizing in a sense or what I've realized is that you are literally you are the the emanator of what is happening in your world. And that kind mm -hmm. of is the one of the, I guess, secret teachings of the ancient mystery schools that go back thousands and thousands of years. The guys who first kind of came up with a lot of this stuff or discovered it, I guess you could say would be this idea that um, that God does not, God, whatever that is, does not create the world, it emanates the world. So, mm -hmm. um, because creation implies that God would have to take something from outside of itself and then create with that. But that's an oxymoron because there is nothing outside of that source. That thing, whatever that is, God, however you define that, like, that is all that there is. And then it, it emanates the reality that we're living in. And the idea behind this whole law of attraction thing you hear people talking about is they're tuning into that. But again, it's not that you, you we create just in the same way that, that God creates. And that's kind of the crux of hermetic philosophy is that we are co-creators with God. Uh, the way that I've heard like the hermetic philosophy kind of I guess, creation story explained, and it's not a religion, it's a, it's a philosophy. And there's, there's a big difference between those two, but um, it basically is the idea, it's kind of like almost as if God created the world and then he disappeared and was like, all right, you guys, 
it's up to you now. Like you're, you're going to take, pick up where I left off. But the reason is, is that we are God in a sense, like we're different versions of God, but just like how this pen, this pen is God in a sense, God is everything. And you create the reason, but, but again, it's not that you manifest something you emanate. It's Mm -hmm. you, your world is you, what you are, what you are creates your world. So how this all applies to, um, dating and what your question is about this sort of stuff is people aren't really grasping this, this idea that what is happening in your world, whether it's a relationship perspective or a job perspective or health or anything, it's a reflection of what is happening inside of you at a very deep level. And that's a hard message to receive a lot of times because if you have a really lot of shit going on in your life, um, that can be a really hard message to, to receive. Yeah. Um, but, but it's all about that internal journey of what's happening inside of you. And then that is what creates, or I guess emanates is the word that I like to use everything that is happening. Like the reason why you and I are on this call is because somehow we met up at kind of a, vibrational frequency i guess you could say where we are both the the wavelength that comes out from me at all times met up with the wavelength that comes out of josh at all times and they met up and there was a sort of magical invisible thing that happened and as a result we're here talking on this call um so it's this, I, I don't know, does that, am I making any semblance of sense? Yeah, absolutely. Does that make sense? You, you said one thing that really stood out to me and you were like, people have to take responsibility and that's a hard thing to do. Yeah, um, but it you can know, be. Yeah, absolutely. So, but the thing is, is that, so, and I agree with you completely and it's just very exciting to me because the thing you're talking about, uh, you're talking about, um, you know, manifesting or what was the word you use? Emanating, right? Yeah. Emanating. And and you do, but, but it has to be intentional. Right. And, and so that's part of the reason why if you don't come to a point where you understand that you can create your destiny, then, then your destiny is not going to be created in an intentional way because it's not on purpose. What do you, is that true according to what you're talking about? Yeah, I th- I think so. It's it's almost a sense of you get to you get to write the code for your life. Um, yeah. It's it's in the sense that life is kind of like a video game. I think it's like, but that's really just a metaphor for kind of what it really actually is. Yeah. It's uh, but it's sort of like a create your own adventure video game in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that we're not influenced by outside sources. We are, and that's where most people are living. And most people might think oh man, are you saying that like if something bad happens to me, it's I manifested that? Like, well, well, sort of, but also it might just be that, that you are unaware of what is happening in your environment. And because of that unawareness, you are in a sense, you know, steamrolled by someone else's energy or whatever you want to call it because you don't know that you can avoid it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in other words, if it's not to say like, oh, if someone, you know, if someone you know has coronavirus, for example, and, and something terrible happens that that person manifested that. Like, no, I think it's, it works a lot more like you're asleep to these sort of things and you don't know that you can choose differently and that you mm-hmm. can do different and that that will actually, you know, work or that the the laws of the universe will respect that in a sense that you, it's kind of like uh, if you're in the water and most people don't know that they are even in the water, so they are drowning, but most people, but when you wake up and realize that you're underwater, you can start to swim and you can swim away from all those people who are drowning. Yeah, for sure. You, you, you can sense. make a semblance of a plan and say, okay, this is what I have to do to not drown. Yeah, but it's not to drowning first. it's not to say that because you have this sort of understanding that you're like better than other people. Like, no, it's yeah. just, you're just differently aware. You know, you're aware of different things in a sense. Mm. Um, but when it comes to dating, uh, and uh, increasing your level of attraction, I think that, like you said at the beginning, it's really all about like, you've got to just do everything you can to improve yourself. And 
if you are living in a state of need, like you need a relationship or you need a partner or something like that, like I've found that that does, that does not work. That pushes yeah. that thing away. Like whatever that thing is that you're trying to get, because you're approaching it with this internal state of, I need this thing. I need something I don't have. Yeah. And then that is what you are projecting. You are projecting out that you do not have the thing that you seek. <laughs> yeah. And people can, for one, people can tell, like just from a psychology perspective, mm -hmm. people can tell on a they first can, date yeah. or second date or whatever, like, oh, I think this person needs a partner. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, people can fucking tell. And then from kind of a, I guess, manifestation perspective, um, again, it's just that's what you're emitting from yourself at all times is that you don't have that thing. <laughs> and then that yeah. is what is being reflected back to you because you believe about yourself that you need a partner to have X, Y, and Z. Absolutely. And, and you're not going to find that until you find it within yourself. And then the partner will show up to balance that because they, you know, they're, they're all, ideally they're on that same path as you where neither of you need each other. Mm -hmm. And that's been my relationship with my girlfriend. It's like, neither of us need each other. We love being together and we help yeah. each other. We That's help each real... other a lot, but we don't, we, she was doing fine before she met me and vice versa, yeah. you know, like that, yeah. that's where you want to be at. And that's, that's really what I found is the only place where it's going to like really work, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And to be honest, you're, man, you're talking about stuff that I, I try to talk about all the time and it's very, very powerful stuff. And I think so many people, I call it coming from a validational deficit. So like if someone doesn't value themselves, they think maybe, well, I won't be complete until I have a partner. That gives, like you said, it's, a, it's psychological. It gives off a lot of low value markers as I call it. Because what it does is it, sh it tells the other person, well, I'm not good enough to just exist on my own and be fine. And then so that sends that, that, that evolutionary instinct, it kicks in. And then the message that sends to the other person is, well, oh, if you're not good enough for you, why are you good enough for me? Like, it sounds yeah. like I'm getting, it sounds like I'm adopting a lame puppy here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and so this, and then that's a survival thing because in the, you know, in the, in the old, old, old days, if someone chose wrong for a partner, that's a huge liability. Like it could very much, their choice of partner could mean life or death, you know? And so we still operate. Thankfully, it's not quite as serious today all the time, you know, um, especially in the Western world, we have the, 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 the glory of modern civilization and you can leave a partner and it won't always kill you. Uh, but uh, it's still, there are risks, you know? And so people pick up on that. That's, that's, I think that's the most foundational piece of advice that people need to hear is you got to get rid of that desperation. You have to build an awesome life for yourself. And then the yep. way I like to describe it is a partner is like a cherry that you stick on top of your already awesome life. Just makes it a little more awesome. That's how oh, I like yeah. to describe Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I love that metaphor. I think that's brilliant. Um, and, <laughs> I like it as well. And it's not a, I don't know, it's I, when my girlfriend and I did meet up, we had a really, really wild connection almost right away. Mm -hmm. um, but we, I was in a really interesting position and I'll get into this for, for I, I thought that I was gay for a while because I, that was kind of the big issue with my ex-wife was like, and, and a lot of the girlfriends that I had had up to that point, was like, I never was able to connect with them sexually. Mm -hmm. And then I started to do a lot of internal work. And I started to realize that a part of me was attracted to men. So mm -hmm. then we kind of opened up our relationship when in my in my former marriage. And I we kind of both went out and experimented to a degree. And I was experimenting with men. And I found that I had a really great connection for like the first time in my life sexually with some of these guys. So I thought I was gay. And that was basically why we broke up in a sense uh, at the time was because I thought I was gay. And I thought that I had just been suppressing this, you know, in a sense. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I grew up Christian in the Christian church. And I'm also on the autism spectrum. And I've, I've suppressed a lot of things in my life. So I thought that this was you know, the next one, in a sense, I was like, Oh, man, this makes sense, you know, the key to everything. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of was experimenting in that way for like a year, and thinking that I was gay for a mm -hmm. while. Um, and 
then what I realized was I just had never really met the right person. Mm -hmm. And that actually I was just, you know, I I guess pansexual is what they call it. Like, it's like your gender doesn't, it doesn't matter what the gender is. You're just attracted to the person. Yeah. Um, Yeah. If you've maybe you've maybe heard of this before, for sure, um, yeah, I've done a lot of <laughs> I've done a lot of uh, you're you're uh, definitely definitely on the same page, definitely on the same page. Yeah, That's it's uh, so I thought that I was gay, but really mm-hmm. it was just that I hadn't met the right girl or the right person, and uh, then I met my girlfriend, and um, but she thought like she was introduced to me like I was gay, you know, for like she knew me as like a a gay person for several months. And then it wasn't until like four months into that uh, of us just being friends and hanging out for a long time. And then we, and then things went to the next level as you could, as you might say. Uh, And did it feel pretty natural? Like, was it? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, Yeah, it was, it was amazing. And it's felt, it's been amazing and natural. And I just, just realized like, oh no, I wasn't gay. I just had never met the right woman and had never met the right person really. Cause I was there were some guys that I really connected with. And then there were others that I just wasn't into at all. And I realized like, oh, it's, it's not about the gender at all. It's just about the person. For and sure. I just had never met the right person. And um, the reason I say all of this is because that I feel was so powerful and wonderful was that we met at a time when like, I didn't, I didn't even like, I wasn't even like open to dating a woman at that time. Like Mm -hmm. it, I I wasn't even really on my radar and that was the one that worked out (laughs) and worked out magically. And now it's wild the way that happens. Yeah. And now we, we plan to be together forever. She's amazing. Um, And totally my person Uh, Mm -hmm. feels very real. And just the whole circumstances that we even met were very, you know, synchronistic and magical and, um, and the only way that I, I met her through podcasting, like she was a friend of someone that I was going to interview on the podcast. And then, you know, and we met, we, and then we all started hanging out more. And uh, yeah, that was two years ago, you know, but, uh, but I guess the reason I bring this up is just to kind of showcase like, yeah, like, for the first couple months that we knew each other, like that wasn't even something that was really on our radar, I guess, yeah. other than at a subconscious level, you know, it wasn't until like months into it that we started to, to, you know, see yeah. what that would look like. And, it, <laughs> and uh, it was a wild, wild couple of months. And it was a very, you know, self-discovery, like crazy for Paul. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I totally think that, you know, it's all about like, not being desperate at all. Mm-hmm that's when it works out man i just gotta say here to my to my youtube and, and podcast listeners like listen to this guy like listen this is exactly what i'm talking about when i say uh when i say um mind your business get your money pursue your purpose it is so foundational like you build your awesome life and and get it like get your own level yourself up mind body and spirit and then it just happens like there are going to be people and you're just they're just going to come across you in life and you're not going to have to work for it you're not going to have to run game you're not going to have to run routines you know you don't have to say the magic thing to get someone to like you or to get them to text you back like it's just real like like real attraction real stuff and it happens because look you were even it was through your podcasts like that is so amazing to me you're doing what you're passionate about and and then that's what led you together you know what i mean it is like is so like awesome like I, i love that story because because that's what i wish i could get more people to understand it's like they get so wrapped up in this chase for a partner and i want to be like the quickest way to your ideal partner is to follow your passion, like mind your business, get your money, pursue your real purpose in life. Oh yeah. 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 And the thing was, so the, the same was true for her too. Like before we met, she had like said to herself, like, I don't think I'm interested in dating anyone for a while. Like, I think I'm just going to focus on me for like a couple years or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And she also just got out of of divorce, like a couple years prior to when we met. So yeah. she was like, ah, I think I'm just done, you know, done with trying to date anyone. And I was basically saying the same thing. I was like, ah, you know, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what's up with this whole possibly being gay thing. Uh, I think I need to think about this stuff for a while. Like, yeah. I think I'm just going to chill and work on my podcast and work on myself and I'll meet someone eventually. 
And then we met, you know, two months later or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, it's very real. It's like, uh, it's very real. And you got to enter into, you know, states of kind of surrender to, mm. to an extent. But I guess just kind of letting it, if you're so, someone who like really desperately just feels like you, you need a partner, like that is something that is just going to make you so happy and you just can't wait. Like, yeah ask yourself why why is it so important it's a what are you really what are you really trying to do here like what is the deeper issue that you're trying to fill from a emotional perspective is it because you feel like that would help you have more uh, confidence or maybe that would help you to feel that love that you never felt from your dad or mom or is it that you never had many friends and you feel like this would be the ultimate best friend that you could ever have? Or are you, or are you lonely? Like, are you just, just don't have a lot of people right now and you're just feeling lonely? Like, what is the specific thing that you think that that partner is going to do for you? Because from what I've found is it's, if you show up in a relationship with any sort of needs, like that is going to drain the other person to a large extent. Yeah, and that's a big definitely. part of, of maintaining the relationship and mm. keeping it as good as possible yeah. is not relying on someone else to do something for you. So yeah. like, you know, you don't try to look for someone else as this person is my source for happiness. Like the only way that I'm going to calm down when I'm freaking out is if I talk to my, to this person. Like, no, that's not, that's not good. That's Absolutely, not, that's yeah. you being codependent with each other. If you get to that point where it's like, that's how my, me and my ex-wife were. It was like, oh, it was like, this is the only person I can talk to, to process this thing or deal with this issue. You know, that sort of dynamic was starting, kind of developed. And eventually, no, like, it's about, like, I deal with my own shit. And then uh, my girlfriend helps me process and come to some new understandings. And it's not like we don't help each other, but it's more like, it's more like um, she just, yeah, she helps. She helps me help myself yeah. <laughs> in yeah. a sense. It's not like she, I don't rely on her to fix me, you know, for, for sure. Me, yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. So that's it a does, big part yeah. of it is like, if you think you like need someone desperately ask yourself like why what am i actually trying to to do here because that's the thing that you need to fix before you're going to meet that person <laughs> for sure yeah you know for me for me man it was it was that i had no i had i didn't validate myself you know so for right. me it was uh for my ideas or my beliefs or my whatever it was to have value, you know, especially my ideas and my plans for them to have any value. My wife had to agree with them. And if she didn't, it just like messed up my whole world because I had such a, I had such a low self-confidence and, and no self-validation, which is why I push self-validation so much. And I, I'm like, man, we have to be validating ourselves out here. Like, like if you have an idea, like believe in it. And then if you come across better information, okay, cool. Like, like you can maybe shift gears a little bit, you know, that's learning, but we don't need to be out here needing someone else's opinion for our ideas or plans to be valid. And, and so for me, like when my marriage ended, I crashed and burned with that, like, like just like now everything that I had learned to use as like a tool, like a crutch to validate myself because I wasn't doing it right. I wasn't doing it for myself. I was relying on other people and it all fell apart. And then, then I had this like wake up call. I was like, well, you know, first of all, I was like, well, I shouldn't have been doing this to begin with. But then secondly, that was also destructive toward her, like pushing her away, having that much need for someone. It's like not fair, you know, it's not healthy. And so, so it's like, get that sorted out, get some confidence built up. That's another thing that I think that men and women deal with so hard in our culture oh, yeah. right now. This is self-confidence. And I see people act in a self-loathing way so often. And I just yeah. want to say, stop, like stop right now. Like don't yeah. talk about yourself that way. Don't give away your power like that. You know, Absolutely. What, do you, what do you think about that? Talk to me about oh, I've, you're speaking my language, man. A hundred percent. Like that is, uh, if we're talking about loving yourself, like that's a big part, again, getting into this topic of like, 
you know, what does that actually mean? What does it actually mean to love yourself and all that? And it's a, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like it's, it's, it's an emotion. It's not like I could sit here and be like, all right, guys, here's the three ways to love yourself. Like, no, like that's, that's logic. That's your mind. That's your, emo that's your, that's us trying to put words or logic around an emotion and emotions are things you feel. They're, they're feelings. There's a, it's a physical sensation in your body that causes you to do things, you know, like, so the feeling of love is an emotion inside of yourself that exists at all times, but it exists, all, all these emotions, all these feelings, they exist along a polarity. Like there is no bad emotion and good emotion. Like it's just, it's all a spectrum of the same thing. And that thing, that thing that is kind of be something we don't exactly have words for, but it's a, it's a emotion, but like, yeah. like love and hate are the same emotion and it exists along a pole in a sense. Like you can go from loving someone to hating someone and then loving them all back all. And it's all along the same polarity in a sense. It's the same emotion, mm -hmm. but you're existing at different ends of it. So applying that to yourself that that thing is happening inside of you at all times and if you're if you're not over here on the love side if that's not where you're feeling and resonating and existing then you're existing more along that pole of hatred of self-hate and self-loathing and self-sabotage and that is a feeling that exists in your body that gets you to do things or not do things in a certain certain way and then your feeling influences what you do and it influences how you do it it influences how you come off to other people and ultimately it, it influences that vibrational pulse that comes out of all of us constantly like a little sonar mm -hmm. and it increases the the strength of that vibratory pulse yeah. and then that pulse is kind of what emanates and creates your world you know alongside everyone else's pulses in a sense mm -hmm. And at a, a great book on this is called Power Versus Force, which is talking about, um, long story short, it's a ton of research into this topic of kind of measuring these vibrations that come out of your body. And they've, long story short, long ass book full of hundreds of pages of notes mm -hmm. and documentation. But the end of the story, long story short is that love is the highest frequency like that oh. if the the frequency of love is the strongest frequency that your body can emit yeah. from a vibrational perspective that's very and it's something that it's something that people can feel mm -hmm. like at a subconscious level you can feel that coming out of someone else and it, you're either attracted to that or you're repulsed by that in one way or another oh. but the same is happening if you're existing at the the hatred angle and that manifests in all sorts of ways by getting you to either do things or not do things from that perspective of self-hatred mm -hmm. and self-sabotage and that's that's usually how it's manifested for me in the past is self-sabotage yeah. um like for the longest time i just couldn't commit to a workout schedule and i've studied like fitness and strength and conditioning all this stuff for for years i was in i was in the army I've been doing martial arts for like 10 years. Like I know a lot about how to have a good fitness plan, you know, and yeah. I just wasn't doing it. And I was like, why? I have the knowledge. I know how to work out. It's not that. I have the kettlebell right here. You know, the pull-up bar is right there. Like it's clearly it's, it's, it's self-sabotage. It's like, I didn't, I didn't think I deserved a good body. I didn't love myself enough to actually go and do that, Bingo. you know? And yeah. that's kind of what I'm getting at here. You got to love yourself. You got to feel that. And you got to say, I'm going to act differently because I love myself, because there's something inside of me that wants me to take care of me, you know, that wants me to achieve my goals for me because I love me. And in the same way that I would love someone else, and if someone else wanted to do their goals, I would encourage them because I love them. I'm going to do that for me too, where I want to do this podcast thing or start this blog or start this business or whatever. And I'm going to encourage myself to do it because I love myself. You know, it's, it's kind of all these different things, but it, it meant you're so right, man. Like it manifests differently when you are sabotaging yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people do it and they don't realize it. 
they don't realize they're even doing it. Yeah. So when we're talking about self-love vibrations, you know, we're talking about these things. What do you think is the, what do you think is the number one, like detailed thing? If you're going to pick one, like focal point out of all of this, what's the one thing we should all be doing to follow this in a good direction, to make ourselves better, make our lives better? What's the common denominator? If you could pick one thing everyone would start doing, what would it be? It would be to kind of wake, to, to entertain this idea in your head that you create your reality and that what's going on inside of you manifest or creates, emanates, whatever you want to say, your world. And just play around with that concept and see what happens when you make a, a serious shift to begin to take control of your emotional life. Because that's kind of the biggest lie. One of the biggest lies we've been told by our world is that like your emotions are happening to you in a sense. No, no, not like, yes, you are picking up on other people's emotions. If someone is sad and you're next to them, you can feel that because you can Mm -hmm. feel the sadness that is emitting from them. You can pick that up. At, you know, at an invisible subconscious level. So yes, you can feel other people's emotions uh, quite vividly, but, but at the end of the day, you are responsible for your emotions. Yeah. You are responsible for how you feel. You are able to take control of that. If something happens in your life, you get to decide how to respond. There's mm-hmm. no one who can make you feel anything. No one for can sure, make yeah. you feel sad or make you feel angry. No, that's you who felt sad and reacted that way to the outside stimulus. Yeah, which is chaos and giving away your power. That's how I describe it. Like it's the difference between order and chaos. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right. We're going to wrap this up. I've been, I've been, I've been talking, talking your ear off here for, uh, for, for almost an hour. I would like to go longer, but I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. I want to, I want to wrap it up with, um, with, with one more question. And, and that is to the, to the gentleman out there who, you know, you're here and, and we, we've talked a little bit about don't be desperate, don't give off those signals. But if there was one other piece of advice, because you're in a happy relationship, you attracted the kind of partner that you've always wanted and maybe that you didn't even know you wanted. It worked out that well. So it's yeah, very successful, sure. very successful. Men, there are many men among, you know, not only just my listeners, but like, um, you know, in my life, in my circles, who would love to, to have that kind of success one day in their relationships. What is the one piece of advice you would give them to help them get to where you are, aside from, you know, don't, don't be desperate and overcome that? Um, I would say, again, like focus on loving yourself and taking care of yourself and helping yourself and getting your own shit together and getting your body right and getting your health right and your nutrition right and moving towards these goals that are in the back of your head and actually putting them into action in some form and get obsessed about all of that and don't give a shit about who you meet along the way. Just trust that that process will end eventually result in you attracting a, a selection of people that you will be able to, to sure. have your pick from, in a sense, of all, yeah. of all the wonderful people who will come your way. And, yeah. and, it's, and, it's, and it's going to happen if you turn mm-hmm. yourself into a, that version of yourself. That is that better version of yourself that you know you can be like it will it's just a matter of time and Mm -hmm. that's really what i would say like get obsessed with your goals with loving yourself with going to the gym with eating healthy with kicking shitty people out of your life who are gonna drag you down to their level like getting rid of toxic people in your life who are don't have your best interests at heart and just get obsessed with that process and don't even give dating a second thought. Like, yeah. just sh- put it away. Uh, put it away for now. And eventually, if you do that for like six months to a year, like you're gonna be a different person. You're gonna be hanging out with a different crowd. You're gonna be attracting a higher caliber person into your life. 
Like no question, no yeah, two ways. It's, it's a law it. of nature, man. It's a law yeah. of nature, and a lot of people doubt that. But but I and and but again, you know, to the listeners, Paul's man, he's he's saying it like it is. It is a law of nature. Like you you level that up. You you chase those. You you mind your business, get your money, pursue your purpose. You raise your vibration. You know, you become more attractive. However you want to describe it, and it is it is like as sure as anything. That it's going to happen. It is absolutely, like- and not just that, but when you raise yourself to that level, again, talking about this idea that we all emit this vibrational thing outside of us, almost like a pulse, mm-hmm. um, it will become so powerful and so strong that those who don't have your best interests at heart, they will not even be able to come near you because yeah. they can't even enter that aura of protection that is around you because that is the level to which your energy gets to that point where no one that is even that is no one that is going to harm you can even step foot inside of that aura that is around you at all times because because you have achieved that level of kind of internal mastery yeah that bad things just don't even seem to happen as as often you know or at all really mastery is a whole nother awesome topic we'll have to tackle on the next one (laughs) i love talking about (laughs) all right paul uh, great yeah no uh, this is awesome i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap it up here um plug your uh your your podcast tell everyone about it yeah thanks so um if you want if you enjoyed this you can go check out beyond homo sapien it's a podcast about human evolution and the future links down below Yep, you can go to beyondhomosapien.com and check out everything I'm doing. And you can sign up for my group coaching course on there. It's only $55 right now. I'm going to raise the price here in just like two weeks. So sign up now. Go to beyondhomosapien.com if you want to check all that stuff out. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you very much, Paul. All right, everyone. Going to wrap this up. Paul, say your last name for me one more time. Toki Zolo. Tokuzolu, that is a that is a bomb last name. It's a good one. I love it. Um, All right, um, wrapping it up here. Go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Josh Segafis and Paul Tokuzolu. Boom. Close, right? That was close, man. That was about (laughs) ninety-five. We'll get we'll get there. uh, Signing off. Have a good one, you guys. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasegathis.com. Catch you on the flip side.